your daily dose of debate, breaking news, and uncensored views. This is the Michael Medved Show. And another great day in this greatest nation on God's green earth. But not such a great day if you're looking ahead at how we're going to be spending the next year politically. I say the next year because that's at least what it will take. It could be longer than that. If we spend the next year fighting over another impeachment crisis with an impeachment of Joe Biden this time in an attempt to drive him from office, an attempt that has zero chance of success, why not? Because in order to drive him from office, you need two-thirds of the votes in the U.S. Senate. That means you need 67 United States senators. Otherwise, uh, Joe Biden stays right where he is, at least until January 20th of uh, 2025. And uh, to get 67 senators, that would mean that you have to get 18, that's right, 18 Democratic senators to uh, vote to uh, drive Joe Biden out of office. And by the way, one of the reasons they won't do that, that there's no chance, is then they're stuck with Kamala Harris. You think the Democrats really want to vote to replace Biden with Kamala Harris? Uh, Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, talking about impeachment today and moving forward with it. We will get to that issue it's obviously a very important issue, and if it goes forward, it could end up dominating our politics, uh, even to an extent beyond the 91 different charges against President Trump in his four indictments and all the other trials and difficulties that President Trump seems to have. Uh, we will also get to new figures that are somewhat surprising about the most crime-ridden cities in America. First of all, the crime statistics are awful. For a while, there was uh, a sense that in certain big cities, things were going down, things were getting better. Well, not so much today, and there's some surprises uh, in terms of the list based upon police figures the list of the most crime-ridden cities in the United States. And there's one region of the United States that dominates the most crime-ridden series. A lot of uh, controversy and criticism headed in the direction of Ron DeSantis for allegedly exploiting the September 11th commemorations yesterday. Uh, we will get to that. We'll also be speaking to the author of a very important new book called Not Stolen. What do you think that has to do with Not Stolen? It has to do with all of these crazy land acknowledgments. We acknowledge that we are broadcasting today from land that once belonged to the Duwamish tribe. You know, you've heard it. And it's kind of everywhere. Well, a professor at the University of Leiden, the finest university in the Netherlands, has just done a book about the truth about uh, European colonizers and their dealings with Native Americans. And the question about whether it is appropriate or acceptable to use the term Indians to describe Native Americans. Uh, we will also be speaking about the new match made in heaven, or is it? 
which is uh, Donald Trump and Christy Noam. Uh, Christy Noam certainly a, a better, more realistic, and uh, probably more effective candidate for vice president with President Trump than some of the other names on that list. We'll give you the other names on that list as well, at least as uh, reported by the Washington Post. Uh, that and much more coming up on the Medved Show, 1-800-955-1776. If there's anybody up there who is thrilled about the upcoming Democratic, at the very least, investigation uh, of Biden for impeachment, if you think this is a, a good move and a solid move, uh, you can give us a call, 1-800-955-1776. I, I happen to believe, for many reasons that I hope to explain, uh, that it's a disastrous move and one that can't succeed and can only hurt the Republican Party, which is something that I am emphatically not eager to do. Uh, today, Kevin McCarthy spoke about his desire to move forward with an impeachment uh, inquiry. Uh, listen, this is clip two. Through our investigations, we have found that President Biden did lie to the American people about his own knowledge of his family's foreign business dealings. Eyewitnesses have testified that the president joined on multiple phone calls and had multiple interactions. Dinners resulted in cars and millions of dollars into his son's and his son's business partners. We know that bank records show that nearly $20 million in payments were directed to the Biden family members and associates through various shell companies. The Treasury Department alone has more than 150 transactions involving the Biden family and other business associates that were flagged as suspicious activity by U.S. banks. Even a trusted FBI informant has alleged a bribe to the Biden family. Biden used his official office to coordinate with Hunter Biden's business partners about Hunter's role in Burisma. Okay. Uh, this continues, and uh, it's uh, appropriate, and there's a lot of information. There's a lot of responsible commentary, it seems to me, about the record of corruption of the Biden family. And the idea, which I've talked about on this show many times, it's, it's appalling that Joe Biden so regularly and repeatedly said, no, 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 he knew nothing about his son's business interest abroad. That's obviously not true. He was lying to us. But the idea of an impeachment and an impeachment fight over these uh, misdeeds, which occurred back when he was vice president of the United States, uh, this is not, not going to work. How would it work out for those who believe it would? McCarthy continues on the impeachment inquiry that he plans. Despite these serious allegations, it appears that the president's family has been offered special treatment by Biden's own administration. Treatment that not otherwise would have received if they were not related to the president. These are allegations of abuse of power, 
obstruction and corruption. And they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. That's why today I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. This logical next step will give our committees the full power to gather all the facts and answers for the American public. That's exactly what we want to know, the answers. I believe the President would want to answer these questions and allegations as well. This effort will be led by Chairman James Comer at the Committee on Oversight in coordination with Chairman Jim Jordan for Judiciary Committee and Chairman Jason Smith on Ways and Means. And I do not make this decision lightly. Okay, he may not make this decision lightly, but what's the outcome going to be? What is it likely to be? A 1-800-955-1776. Look, we have a, an impeachment, uh, impeachment uh, pandemic right now. Uh, suddenly, we're impeaching everybody. This goes back to Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon did not get successfully impeached. He resigned. The chances of Joe Biden resigning are nil. The chances of him being voted out of office by getting 18 Democratic senators to vote against him, not a chance in the world. So why are we wasting time? Uh, we'll get to that. I think there is an explanation and not a good one. Coming up on the... Michael Medved show uh, there's been some reaction to the decision announced today with some fanfare by Kevin McCarthy the speaker of the House of Representatives about initiating an impeachment inquiry now this is different from uh, what would come later that's why what I'm talking about is we're looking more than a year ahead before there would be any final vote on impeachment impeachment uh, and removal from office and um, because first it has to go through this inquiry they are assigning three different house committees to do further inquiries about uh, Joe Biden and the history of the Biden family and his relationship with Jordan and uh, whether he actually knew that the suspicious stinky uh, laptop of uh, Hunter Biden was a genuine article or whether President Biden actually believed with uh, a lot of people in the media that this was actually Russian disinformation. I, again, the involvement in what is a very, very complicated series of deceptions and lies and moral compromises, okay, it could end up being very embarrassing for the president. But the question here is, what's the best possible outcome of uh, an impeachment proceeding? And if they go ahead and they turn up all of this evidence and they have the three committees, the uh, Ways and Means Committee with Jason Smith as chairman, the House Oversight Committee with Jamie Comer as chairman, and then the Judiciary Committee with Jim Jordan as chairman, they're all going to be competing against each other to see who can get the most damning information about President Biden, then what? 
this is one of those things where the Democrats, according to many, many, many sources, uh, want Trump to win the nomination. Why? Because they assume he would be with 91 charges against him and all of the indictments and all the time in courtrooms that he would be a weak candidate. I'm not sure they're right. I'm not sure that's a smart strategy. I have been very critical in the past and will be critical again about the Democrats sending money to Trump or to Trump-aligned candidates so that he will get the nomination. But just look at it from the other perspective now. It, it, let's say that very, very improper stuff is turned up regarding Joe Biden. And uh, that that combined with uh, failing health and some of the difficulties that Joe Biden has keeping up with the demands of his job leads him uh, to pull out as a presidential candidate. A lot of people speculate about that. Is that good news for the Democrats? Uh, no. Is it good news for the Republicans? Certainly not, because, again, all of this is focused on Joe Biden. And I do not believe that Kamala Harris would be the natural successor to Joe Biden. There was a huge piece, very flattering, in the New York Times about Gavin Newsom, who is uh, really setting himself up not to challenge Joe Biden, but to be there if Biden steps aside. And I don't think there's any question at all when you talk to some of the uh, top and most influential Democrats that they would want someone like uh, Gavin Newsom or the governor of Michigan, uh, Gretchen Whitmer. They would want somebody like that to take Biden's place. Uh, the Democrats would. But why would the Republicans want Joe Biden, who has such a low approval rating, who has this problem of 73 percent of the country thinks he's too old to handle the job of president and uh, clearly has a lot of ethical issues in his background as well? Wouldn't it, it be better for Republicans to run against Joe Biden, whoever the Republican nominee is, but particularly if it's Trump? Because that's part of what they're talking about with this impeachment inquiry is that the real motivation by Kevin McCarthy is to counteract, to counterbalance all of the attention on President Trump and criminal charges against him and say, well, look, we have uh, all of these misdeeds and these dark and dubious doings uh, that involve President Biden as well. Uh, Chris Christie, as he often does, I thought had some insightful things to say about this. He was on Morning Joe this morning, uh, the former governor of New Jersey, clip 19. ...around the Hunter Biden and Joe Biden business relationships, and we need to have a thorough investigation of it. I hope it happens on two levels. I hope Congress uses its oversight capability to be able to do those investigations. And I hope that the special counsel, now completely empowered, will do that as well. He needs to reestablish his credibility after the ridiculous deal that he signed off on for Hunter Biden, which he's now backed off of because a judge forced him to back off of it. 
But I, I don't see evidence yet that would support impeaching Joe Biden. Um, and, and I think we're cheapening impeachment by doing that kind of thing. I criticized Democrats for doing that over the Ukraine issue a number of years ago on impeachment. And, and I don't want my party to fall a victim to the same thing. But I do think it's important for it to be investigated because there are too many connections now, too many inconsistencies in the president's story and what he has said and what others have said who are apparently witnesses to his participation in helping Hunter Biden with his business. So we need to know the facts on that. And then we can make an intelligent decision about whether the facts exist to move forward to something more serious. But right now, I think what's necessary is an investigation both by uh, the Congress and by the Department of Justice. Uh, that's uh, Chris Christie, and uh, I do agree with what he has to say. Uh, meanwhile, uh, on the House floor, and we will get to that, Matt Gates, <laughs> who's still around, uh, who's still around, of course, with his own ethical challenges that he's been mostly acquitted of. But Matt Gates uh, is uh, trying to... Uh, begin proceedings not just to impeach uh, President Biden. He's, of course, in favor of that. He wants to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. And how will he do that? Uh, he has uh, his means. Uh, we'll also get the reactions from Senator John Fetterman. Yeah, he's still around. And, uh, and, and Chuck Schumer. And Nancy Mace, who's a little bit surprising on this issue of impeachment. The uh, uh, meanwhile, there is a question that is being asked by the Washington Post in a very long, extensively researched article. I mean, really in depth. It goes on and on and on and on. Question: Does Tim Scott, candidate for president, senator from South Carolina, really have a girlfriend? And if not, why not? Is that an important question for this election? We'll get to that and more coming up on The Medved Show. Entertain your brain. It's awesome. Every day on The Michael Medved Show. 1-800-955-1776. The Michael Medved Show. the best vocabulary on the planet. You use a lot of $500 words, and I can sit and listen to you all day. I'm not exaggerating. All day long and all night long. With all of your sweet talk, believe me, you, you're a, a, a beauty to listen to. And that's why I'm going to continue to listen to you until the day I die. 1-800-955-1776. The Michael Medved Show. Well, appreciate uh, those kind words. Right now, talking about Republican plans to pursue an impeachment inquiry about Joe Biden. They've already gone far with the inquiries so far for the uh, Ways and Means Committee and for the House Oversight Committee and for the House Judiciary Committee. All of that appropriate because uh, it's, it's fairly obvious that, uh, that what uh, Biden has done has been extremely dubious in terms of his relationship with his son. But the point about an impeachment 
is it sets up a formal situation where the Republicans are sure to lose. Why do I say that? Look at the last two impeachment crises with Trump twice and with Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton certainly committed perjury. This is certainly committed perjury. He ended up losing his law license over it. But there wasn't going to be uh, the shift of more than 10 Democratic U.S. senators to vote to drive Bill Clinton out of office. And then again, even if they had, it would have given Al Gore the presidency, and Al Gore probably would have been uh, reelected or elected to a term or two of his own in uh, the year 2000, because he would have come in to replace Clinton. And again, talk about what happens. Let, let's say you pressure Biden, you initiate impeachment proceedings, and let's say you you force Biden to resign. Kamala Harris? Is that really represent a triumph? Uh, and that's one of the reasons Democrats won't vote to force Biden out of office. Uh, your calls, 1-800-955-1776. Gary in Tacoma, Washington. You're on the Medved Show. Hey, Michael. Uh, I appreciate you taking my call. Uh, and uh, I... I I can follow your reasoning, and, and I can see fully that what you're saying is basically true. The Democrats cannot uh, force themselves to see that the things that Joe Biden has done uh, thoroughly uh, would uh, make it uh, reasonable to impeach him. Uh, my my point of view is, is that uh, it seems to me, and I, you're a more educated man than I myself, and, and the committees are still working on this, but with the money trails of uh, uh, Hunter's uh, and his partner's business deals with China and the obvious inability of Joe Biden and his administration to see that China is not our friend, that they insist that it would be harmful for us to economically decouple with them or in any way uh, even uh, uh, in, uh, not insult, but uh, show less respect uh, to them. Uh, with the money he's taken, it, it certainly appears to me that you could make a good case for uh, treason against him. And if that isn't a reason to impeach a president, I don't know what is. And if the Democrats... I, actually, Gary, I will, I will tell you... I will tell you, and I think this is what the Republicans are talking about, and it's serious, is not treason. Treason is giving aid and comfort to our enemies, but it's bribery. The word bribery is used in the Constitution regarding impeachment, and you have a much easier time uh, trying to prove that uh, the passage of money uh, to Biden's family involved uh, something that looks very much like bribery. Uh, but y you see, the, the whole point comes back to in the middle of a campaign and uh, a, a Republican initiative, even if you get every single Republican vote in the House to send the impeachment to the Senate, uh, and then in the Senate where you need two-thirds uh, to actually drive him from office that 
impeachment, if it goes forward, would strengthen Biden and would just worsen this election because you'd have people fascinated with all the different trials that Trump is facing and then all the different investigations that Biden is facing. And no wonder you have 75 percent of the people hoping that we have uh, two other candidates for president other than Trump and Biden. By, by the way, Gary, how do you feel? W would you like to see different candidates uh, for president of the United States other than uh, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. and Donald John Trump? Well, I certainly think the Republicans have a deep bench, and there are many people uh, that I would be perfectly happy to vote for if it isn't Donald Trump. And Joe Biden, uh, I'm only 72 years old, but he's the worst president I have ever seen. Uh, well, let's hope it doesn't live, live out to be that in terms of damage to uh, the republic. Uh, look, I think it is pretty shocking when... The whole purpose of his trip to Vietnam and to India, where he went for the G20, was to show that he really does have a lot of energy and vitality and, and can do 40-hour days without tiring. And then he ruins the whole thing by saying at a press conference, uh, uh, saying, I want to go to sleep. Uh, this, is, this is not encouraging for uh, President Biden. Gary, appreciate your call, and uh, let's let's hope we have a better news in our election and electoral choices. Uh, this is the official announcement uh, on the in impeachment inquiry. This is clip two with Kevin McCarthy. Oh, okay. We, we took care of that one. What we need to do is play Chuck Schumer, the... Uh, um, the other side of the Congress, on the Senate side, the Senate Majority Leader, he uh, uh, believes that uh, the impeach impeachment inquiry, even the inquiry, is absurd. Listen. I think the impeachment inquiry is absurd. The American people want us to do something that will make their lives better, not go off on these chases and uh, witch hunts. The bottom line is, as we've said, you can only accomplish keeping the government open in a bipartisan way. Okay, and again, the possibility of a government shutdown October 1st, which is, it's 18 days from now. Uh, that's scary. Uh, meanwhile, speaking of scary, here is John Fetterman, the senator from Pennsylvania, his reaction to the House's impeachment inquiry. Asking about this news that uh, Speaker McCarthy has formally launched an impeachment inquiry, has said he's going to. Oh my God! Really? Oh my gosh! You know? Oh, it's devastating. <laughs> Ooh, don't do it! Please don't do it! Oh no! Oh no! We gotta run back to the office. Okay, why why is he reacting like that? Other than the fact that he's recently had a stroke and uh, um, not not entirely operating at uh, full capacity, uh, I, I think he's reacting to that because he knows what the result of an impeachment obsession is going to be, and it's going to be a vote where uh, most of the Republicans, nearly all the Republicans, vote to remove President Biden from office. 
but none of the Democrats, which means that you're at least, at least 18 votes short of actually getting anything done with this impeachment. So, uh, meanwhile, what about this uh, entire episode costing Kevin McCarthy his job? Would that be a good thing for the Republicans or for the country? I don't think so. Uh, but we will get to that. Matt Gates's idea of how to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. We'll talk about it coming up on the Medved Show. It's deeply and terribly disturbing. The Michael Medved Show. The Michael Medved Show. That's uh, 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 John Fetterman. And I I think, is it, I don't know, is it permissible to bring up uh, Joel Chandler Harris in this context? Joel Chandler Harris wrote these stories of Br'er Rabbit and uh, Br'er Fox and uh, uh, things that were used in the now forbidden and banned Disney movie. Uh, Song of the South, and remember one of the stories about Br'er Rabbit was he was captured, and he said, don't throw me into that uh, bush. Don't throw me into that uh, bush with stickers. Don't throw don't me do it. it. Was, and it was a way to get away. And uh, I think that this is part of what uh, John Fetterman is trying to do, is to acknowledge that uh, the impeachment would be a disaster for the GOP. And it was a disaster when we tried the impeachment of Bill Clinton. That didn't help. You know, Bill Clinton, and this is not an exaggeration, it's not a, uh, a brief detail, it's a fact. When Bill Clinton was being impeached and they were putting him on trial in the Senate, and you may remember they had... Uh, the Chief Justice presiding, Justice Rehnquist, who was wearing uh, all kinds of fancy ruffles for the occasion. And in any event, while that was going on, Bill Clinton got the highest approval ratings of his presidency. He I'm got trying over to stay in a good humor about this. Well, he could be in a good humor about it. Hot he dog. got over 70% approval. I mean, that's it's like double what Joe Biden has right now. And the... The idea of um, Donald Trump, uh, who was talking, of course, a lot about witch hunts and uh, false charges, and they're trying to victimize me, and they're trying to weaponize the Justice Department. Uh, aren't you giving Joe Biden exactly that same kind of ammunition to cancel out and and basically where you have people looking at these two people and they're both crooks they're horrible people there is a, a piece in the uh, in the times they do this regular weekly colloquy uh, and today Tuesday they did it again between Gail Collins and Brett Stevens and uh, uh, Brett says, uh, I think of it as two situations, the first about Hunter, the second about Joe. Regarding the first, says Brett Stevens, uh, 
I don't see why the son of any president, but particularly a Democratic president who favors gun control and believes the rich should pay their taxes, should not face stiff penalties for blowing off paying his taxes for two years and also for buying a gun while addicted to drugs. As for the second, at a minimum, I'd like to know how the president's story went from I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings to the White House's tacit admission that uh, Hunter would put his dad on the line when speaking to business associates, ostensibly just to make small talk, but very likely as a way of selling the Biden brand. I'd like also to know why Biden used email addresses uh, during uh, email aliases, pardon me, during his vice presidency to communicate with Hunter. The answers might well turn out to be innocent, but that's all the more reason to respond to uh, respond to the questions rather than simply evade them. That's the point that Nancy Mates, the congresswoman from South Carolina, uh, makes when she's on with Caitlin Collins on CNN. Uh, this is clip one. So what is the basis now for having... Well, I think, I mean, we there are more people to subpoena, whether that's Hunter Biden, whether that's the bookkeeper, whether that's getting Shokin in to testify. There are a lot of witnesses out there that saw things that were part of meetings that Joe Biden was a part of, that, that were part of the transactions, that were potentially part of the bribery scheme. I mean, all that evidence the American people should be able to have and see. The American so people can't. It has risen well, to that. well, the American people can't see the suspicious activity reports. Those are confidential documents. So any piece of evidence, right or wrong, I want the American people to see all of it, whether it backs us up or, or does not. The people deserve the truth and nothing but, but the isn't truth. It okay, look, that's a reasonable point, and that's a winning point. But that's not the same as proceeding with impeachment. Uh, impeachment, the Democrats uh, had a big victory when Bill Clinton dodged his impeachment and the vote wasn't even close. The Democrats had a big defeat when they insisted twice in, in impeaching uh, President Trump when in both occasions they had no chance, no chance of actually driving him from the White House. They uh, would have succeeded only if they had succeeded somehow in uh, installing Mike Pence as president. <laughs> and again, okay, that may not have been a bad outcome for the country, but really does that represent a victory for the Democratic Party? Does uh, driving Biden out of office and installing Kamala Harris represent a victory for the Republican Party now? I think it's highly dubious. It's also very dubious that there would be a victory following the prescription of Matt Gates, who wants to use this occasion not only to shut down the government, which is something he thinks would be helpful to the country, but to get rid of uh, Speaker uh, McCarthy, who he had never supported. Uh, listen to Congressman Matt Gates of Florida. On this very floor in January, the whole world witnessed a historic contest for House Speaker. I rise today to serve notice. Mr. Speaker, you are out of compliance with the agreement that allowed you to assume this role. The path forward for the House of Representatives is to either bring you into immediate total compliance or remove you 
pursuant to a motion to vacate the chair. We have had no vote on term limits or on balanced budgets as the agreement demanded and required. There's been no full release of the January 6th tapes. As you promised, there has been insufficient accountability for the Biden crime family. And instead of cutting spending to raise the debt limit, you relied on budgetary gimmicks and rescissions so that you ultimately ended up serving as the valet to underwrite Biden's debt. Okay, uh, the valet to underwrite Biden's debt. Uh, the, the idea, do you know the Republicans have a margin of four votes? That is, if, uh, if, if there are four Republicans who uh, dissent from installing a different Republican speaker. And, uh, and McCarthy is going to have a support for the majority of his own party. Uh, and the whole idea of fighting among oneself is, is so appalling. I, I, back to this impeach, impeachment thing for a moment. You know what's fascinating is, yes, they in, included impeachment in the Constitution to deal with extreme circumstances of bribery, treason, high crimes, and misdemeanors. And, uh, however, during the first 80 years of the Republic's history, from the time that George Washington was elected our first president in 1788 until 1868, after Lincoln's assassination, when they had a, a failed impeachment against Andrew Johnson, there was no serious attempt to impeach anybody. And it wasn't because the presidents were all so great. They weren't. We had, uh, according to most surveys, the two worst presidents in our whole history who served in that period. Franklin Pierce uh, was elected in 1852, and then uh, uh, James Buchanan, who was elected four years later in 1856. And those two were so incompetent and so unfaithful to their responsibilities as heads of the union and heads of the federal government that they helped to provoke and make inevitable the Civil War. But no attempt to impeach them. Uh, and, and again, the attempt to impeach Andrew Johnson, which was in the last few weeks of his administration, it was more of a desire to punish him than to change the direction of the government particularly because uh, U.S. Grant, uh, General Grant, was running to take the presidency and he was supported by most of the impeachers. The, the idea of the history of impeachment and attempted impeachments, it's never worked. It only worked because of Richard Nixon's commitment to conscience really but that's uh, another story it is a story worth dealing with uh, just like the truth about america dealing with native america